Boom, we are recording. This is season two, episode two of the Bodie Bros. I am John with a J. And I am Bodie Ray. And today we have Awakening the Divine Masculine. Dun, dun, dun. So how would you define the Divine Masculine? Jeez. Well, I would define divine masculine energy as forward moving energy. Yeah. Um, I would also say that the divine masculine represents, and, and this is a term that I'm not very, um, was not very familiar with um, as uh, not too long ago. It was maybe like two years ago. Someone, I just heard echoes of that. I'm like, what is this I keep hearing about divine masculine? Just, it's one of those phrases that just missed me. Or I'd hear it and not be too interested. I'm like, oh, it sounds like some religious stuff. You know, it's not for me. Right. And, and like, what, what, is, what is that? What is that? And, and it, it found me when the time was right. So I've come to find, I wrote down a little list of the things um, through listening to some videos, some people that we love. Um, that the divine masculine represents action, yes. uh, direction, uh, again, again, forward movement, responsibility, strength, focused, fatherhood, uh, generosity, encouragement, material abundance, clarity, intellect, authority, transformation and growth. These were all um, from a Teal Swan video that I um, watched uh, a long time ago and then not too long ago um, on the topic. And I agreed with most all of that and I saw some other definitions yeah. of the, way, the, the, way, the way I defined it was divine authenticity put into action. And that sums it all up, folks. <laughs> that's kind of how I, <laughs> after meditating on it, that's kind of what I, um, came out with, um, but I agree with all those things that you said too. It's um, we both have those actions, those energies within us. We both have divine feminine, which is passive, and divine masculine, which is active. And some some of us have maybe a little bit more divine feminine. Some of us have a little bit more divine masculine in us. It's not always going to be, you know, equally split. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. There's no, there's no right or wrong. However, a lot of us do have um, suppressed divine masculinity. And I was one of those people. And that was a big theme for me this year was awakening divine masculine in me. And even going back towards our last episode about demons, that was sort of what was coming out in me. That was sort of like that demon, that part of me that I suppressed, that was trying to get my attention that needed to come out, that take action, stand up. And how, you know? how was that manifesting as a demon? Well, this is going to sound very um, kind of crazy because it kind of came out in a, in a supernatural sort of sense. I was sleeping on the couch, which is across from me right now. And I had a dream and I woke up and I had sleep paralysis. And actually right behind, right here with this used to, this book, this bookcase is here. There used to be a, um, like a tiki statue right in the corner. And right out of this corner, I saw this like shadow dude came out towards me. And he started, 
I don't remember exactly what he was saying anymore, but he was, I couldn't move and I was scared and I saw black smoke and I'm not really an angel kind of person, but I, I just felt the need to call on my angels. So I called on the angels, everything disappeared and I was able to move. However, I felt this, this nervous energy, this real scared energy in the corner over here. Well, this is why I was up, this everything I could move. The Tiki statue was about maybe four foot tall it started trembling and it fell over and busted in half. And I ended up doing staging everything, um, contacted a couple people that I knew who were mediums who kind of knew more about this stuff than I did. And it just came eventually throughout this year through meditation that energy, the energy eventually came back again later on and really what that was, was suppressed energy to, it was, it was the suppressed divine masculine coming forth. And like we said before, in the last video about demons, that suppressed energy will manifest itself in many different ways. And that's how it needed to get my attention because it, I needed that for what happened later on in the year um, when I was going through a relationship and that person was cheating on me and everything. And I knew, and I, I wish I would have had that part awakened in me. If I'd had that part awakened in me, I wouldn't have suffered like I did as much mm. because I knew things were going on and I, my, I didn't trust my, my instincts. I knew stuff was going on behind and she was lying and I knew this stuff and I didn't, I stood up and I questioned her, but I didn't stand up enough, you know, and that, and I, that part of that regret. So then <clears> after <throat> that, I went through some other like, just small, not even real relationships where those kind of situations kind of came up and I had to like, kind of, I almost had to prove that I learned my lesson and stand up and be like, okay, this is wrong. You know what? You know, put myself, put myself first and really um, it's, you know, it's, it really always comes back down to self love, mm -hmm. you know, loving yourself. So I had this, so I had to suppress divine masculine and, um, I think what happens, why is the, the divine masculine get suppressed? Well, obviously part of the reason is because of trauma, um, early childhood trauma causes it, you know, maybe, um, maybe we weren't able a lot to express ourselves at a young age and we end up suppressing that. So, um, so, so maybe some of the things that I listed off were things that were not, um, safe to express you're saying. So maybe like, material abundance was not okay in your household, right? And it was like, like stop being so selfish or, or, you know, we, we live paycheck to paycheck. Money doesn't grow on trees. Those type of things would, would make you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not, it's not okay to, to want an, an, a new car or a big house or something like that. Right. 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 And also, you know, maybe what's one of the other ones, um, um, like transformation, uh, you know, maybe your, your parents, you, you're always, you're always trying to want, you, you're wanting to do new things or challenge yourself and, and your parents um, were, were stifling those efforts or something and saying like, we can, we can't afford this or, or just be happy with what you have and kind of keep you in a comfort zone. Right. Right. Through their own uh, example or by the way that they treated you when you brought them ideas or opportunities to want to transform. Yeah, that, that makes sense. How about also the, um, the stigma of, of 
of what masculinity is. So like toxic masculinity versus divine masculinity. Yeah. Okay. What I, what I would say that is um, toxic, toxic is may have, because this is from an imbalance. So it's an imbalance. And I guess the, we call it the lower chakras. So a divine mass, someone who is expressing the divine masculine is, is somebody who is awakened to higher planes of consciousness. Experiencing a few technical difficulties today, folks. Um, we have some new equipment that we're working the bugs out. Um, and Ray, do we have you back yet? Ray, 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 come in one time, Ray. Yeah, I'm okay. Oh, yeah, here he is. All right. So, uh, toxic masculinity. So, um, usually it's an, it causes from an imbalance. And I guess you could say the lower chakras, which would be, you know, survival, fight, flight. Um, expression of sexual expression, healthy sexual expression and creativity and a sense of self-worth, which would be the third chakra. So there's kind of an imbalance in that. Um, a lot of times what happens is some, sometimes you could still be an awakened person, but have those things be imbalanced. So a lot of times what happens is we, we have an awakening moment where we, we awaken to higher planes of consciousness and but our lower selves our individual selves is still there's still imbalances there's still stuff that needs to be healed so a lot of times a lot of times people who have um suppressed divine masculinity are people who are people pleasers people who are nice people who kind of suppress their own authenticity because they're looking for approval or acceptance and they they will sometimes use the um spirituality as a way to bypass that they'll say oh well you know it's good to put other people first you know that's that's that spirituality you're supposed to do that so that's an ex expression of love um you know uh, being compassionate you know and you might label that as putting yourself first as ego and ego is the enemy so a lot of times pe spiritual people will use those spiritual terms to kind of justify that's that's oppression so so you're saying that that's that's one way that toxic masculinity can manifest is in that um that particular way right yeah um, yeah show it show itself on that side of the rainbow then there's the other side of the rainbow right where toxic masculinity can be um illustrated with i don't know let's call it a character that talks down to women or right. you know that that's you know all about muscles and nothing else not that muscles are bad right but like they're just like you know just meatheads or whatever and that's their their but whole other, life other people who haven't had those awakening moments who mm -hmm. aren't like that who aren't who don't even know that other those other planes of consciousness even exist right so so awakening to this masculine now this is now now we've talked about a you know spiritual awakening in in past episodes uh, and, and one specific episode that was the the topic at hand um and i had asked how do you get someone to 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 awaken you know you like you can't you know they they do it when they're ready you know you can, you can plant seeds you can give them books you can do this and that but until they're ready or until they have their time um and and their life events push them in that direction or open up the door for them to see what that's all about it's not going to happen 
but this is different, right? Like when we're talking about awakening the divine masculine, we could help each other with that, right? Yeah, and, I came I came up with a list of um, six ways that we could uh, awaken the divine masculine. So maybe we can go into that. And sure. Add whatever things that you need to be healed. Um, the first part I put number one is just telling the truth and being honest. Um, sometimes we don't tell the truth in situations because we are we're afraid of being judged. We're afraid we're not going to be accepted. We're not, and that causes us to not be authentic. So I've, you know, so the challenge is to tell the truth in situations, even if you know the other person is not going to agree with you. It doesn't mean being a jerk, of course. You know, there's a kind way of. Right. Tell the truth. Just don't be a dickhead. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And also being honest with yourself. Be honest with why you're doing what you're doing. Be honest with your intentions. You know, are you doing something nice? Where's it coming out of? Is it coming out of because you want that person to like you? You want that person's acceptance? Or is, or is it because you really care about that person and it's a nice thing to do? So it sounds like a little um, five, uh, five agreements type of thing. So that be impeccable with your word is one of the, what was once four agreements is now five agreements. The fifth being um, uh, be skeptical, but um, listen. It's the fifth agreement. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think, I think actually all the agreements, the, the, the four other agreements, five total, uh, would all fall in line with um, promoting divine masculinity. But uh, to, to your point, the first one being honest or, and or being impeccable with your word. Uh, yeah. Cause I, I know growing up as a, as a, as a young lad, lying was like, rampant lying was a skill it was an art people would say man you should be a lawyer you know you should like i don't want to celebrate the rest of my life because i'm adept at lying you know lying got us out of trouble as kids and stuff like that it it, it helped us survive in a lot of instances too um you know to, to 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 stay out of trouble or to to miss the swinging hand of a parent or something like that. Like, I swear it wasn't me. It was my brother, you know, whatever the lie may be. But, you know, as men and stepping into that divine masculinity, I think it's a great uh, platform to dive off of there. And it's just be honest. It's not easy, especially if you spent a lifetime, you know, telling white, even white lies that none of it, there's, there's no room for it when you're stepping into the expression of divine masculinity. It just doesn't have any place. It's counterproductive. It's silly. It's stupid. Don't do it. Just be honest. You're going to hurt some people along the way. Again, don't be an asshole. Just tell the truth. And and there's ways to present that, I think. And you'll you'll be respected more for doing that anyways. Nobody wants wants you to lie just to agree with them and tell them what they want to hear. Yeah. So, well, I put number number two, um, set boundaries, setting boundaries for yourself, Um, learning to say no to others, that it's okay to say no. Um, so somebody who with a, a suppressed divine masculine will probably have a trouble doing this because they want to be liked, they want to be loved. And it, it really always comes down to loving yourself. So what are, uh, some ways you can do that or, you know, saying no to people, um, putting yourself first in some situations. Now putting yourself first isn't Sometimes someone who's spiritual may look at that as a paradox. Well, I'm not sure. I shouldn't put myself first. That's egotistical. Aren't we supposed to love other people and do that? And so what do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, no, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It's not sustainable. And you, you empty your cup and 
you, you always have to, you, yeah, you know, oh, it's very admirable life. And, and it's, of, of course, we're here to help other people in their journeys and our family and, and our loved ones, our friends um, and what have you. But first and foremost, you got, you got to put yourself, I've been there. I've served everyone as an actual server, you know, in restaurant for many years to provide for my family um, in a financial way. And, and then as the host to parties at, at my house and, and running around town and doing things for other people. And, and eventually you just burn out, man. You can't help everyone. It's not your job to help everyone. And that's just, it's kind of a way to distract yourself too from helping yourself is you get so caught up in the helping of other people that you identify with, that's what I do. That's what I do. And that's not, and that's who I am. I help other people that you totally lose who you actually really are because you're scared of that or you don't want to deal with that or whatever. That's that suppression again. And right. um, yeah, I, I think once you start to love yourself, like that's been the resounding theme so far in the first two steps of your awakening process is then you, you have a different space um, and a different energy to help other people because you have helped yourself. And in, in lieu of doing that, you're also helping others by living that example too. Like, you know, like you said, being honest and stuff like that, people that, that, that radiates outwards. And there's other steps and things that, that I'm sure you wrote down. And one of the things that I wrote down is, is, um, you know, just being mindful of your posture too. That's one thing that you could, you know, just sitting up straight when you're, when you're walking, um, anywhere, just walking tall with your back, you know, nice and firm and your chest out, not to be like, I'm Mr. Macho man, but it's just, it's, it's, you're sure I'm here and I'm present and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the moment. I'm here for you if you need me, but I'm, I'm walking like this because I'm s stepping firmly and powerfully and proudly. Wow. Right, 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 right. And that's a, a, a lot of a slouch. I mean, I've been doing it on the call here. I've been doing this, man. And it's, it's a lot of times not, not comfortable to do this. Um, but it's just something that we have to retrain ourselves that this is what our body wants. It doesn't want this, yeah. you know, it, it wants, it, it wants this, this feels powerful. This feels like lazy and just kind of like, all right, man, whatever, kind of dude. Weird. Yeah. So yeah. here I am for the rest of the show, folks. For number three, I put do something spontaneous. So that could be maybe asking somebody out on a date um, if, if you're with somebody already in a relationship, maybe planning something, planning a trip, planning a going somewhere, maybe spontaneous lovemaking. There's so, no maybe about it. Definitely have maybe. that. <laughs> no, no maybe, so, baby. So doing something spontaneous, that's, that's part of, to me, that's part of awakening the divine masculine and doing that. And because the, the divine masculine is all about action. Yep. And we're doing something spontaneous. You're not letting those fear thoughts kind of get in the way. You're not letting talking yourself out of it. So do something spontaneous. I like that. I like um, that you touched on the um, the sexual aspect of it too. Um, I think it's very important that you you honor the the sexuality um, in yourself in a non toxic way, and of course in a respectful way, but not to suppress those sexual feelings and, and really um, just let, let it pour, pour forth, you know, don't let it necessarily get stuck down in the lower chakra regions, but, you know, let it come up to your heart and, and up into your crown and your mind and, and, and let that sexuality fully embody you and, 
and you will shine um, profusely. Um, and, and just to, to share that um, in a healthy way, you know, and, and there's, there's healthy ways to do that. And that's to allow it. And, and again, in a respectful way, in a consensual way, um, but also when you're by yourself, just honoring these feelings and these urges in you and just allowing them to come up and come out in a glorious and mutually respectful way for, you know, your friends, your family, you know, you're not going to just start, you know, jumping on the couch and being like, I got to express myself and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, healthy. Right, right. And, and not, not pushing them down. I'm like, oh, this is bad. I'm having these feelings or whatever. And, and talking to other men about these, these sexual feelings or, and or other women or whatever. And not, you know, pushing it down, but letting it come out, I guess is what I'm Definitely. trying to say. Definitely. Next on my list, I put shadow work. <laughs> wow. We have, you, we, you know, we have um, divine masculine is suppressed for a reason. And most of the times it's because of something in childhood. There's a reason for it. So and there's a lot of different ways of doing shadow work. And we could do a whole episode just on that, of course. So, I mean, both of us are certified in the completion process, um, which is a form of um, doing shadow work, but you don't, you don't need to do that. There's a lot of other books out there. There's a lot of other techniques, but that's very vital. If you're, if you're going to want to awaken your divine masculine is doing that healing work and going within there's, I don't think there's any other way you can bring that out and <laughs> without doing that. Right. And with that comes, um, a very healthy taking responsibility, uh, for your life, for your actions, no more victim blaming, pointing. But, and there was a time for that. There was a time where we, we, we felt that way and it was inescapable. And we're like, my parents did this to me or my uncle did that to me. And that's, that's all going to come up in the shadow work. Um, yeah. And what we do moving forward with that forward moving divine masculine energy is we, um, we self actualize and, and we just, we get more intimate with those things that come up in that shadow work and we go, all right, this is where I came from. This is what I went through. This is where I'm going. You know, and this is, this is where I see myself headed and where I'm going to put myself in the movie that's playing out before me that I'm the screenwriter for. Thank you very much. Bodhi Shiva, by the way, folks, he joined us today as Bodhi Shiva. <laughs> yes. Number five, I put, Finish a task that you started. <laughs> now, this could be a home project that you had that you stopped. Maybe you procrastinated on something. This could be your new, new Year's resolution that you just, you know, let slide, a workout plan, a diet. But like you said, the divine masculine is moving forward. It's action. It's accountability. It's determination. So I think this could be one way that you do that. You look at that whatever that unfinished project you that you've been leaving behind. You're like, you know what? I'm going to go back to that. I'm going to finish that. I'm going to get back on track with that. And I think doing that is going to show you that you, what you are capable of and that even though you let it go, you let it slide, you could still do it. It's still possible. And if you can't, I mean, I, I think we all have something that we can pick, but if you can't pick that, then maybe set a new goal. Right. Yeah. And, and piggybacking on that, um, a great way to express the divine masculine is to 
choose a skill or go back to one that you started, like you said, long ago. Maybe it's the guitar and become an expert at that. And, and really devote your time and your passion and your energy in that. Not that you're going to be the next, you know, guitar hero, man, and you're, you're, you and the band are getting back together, but just to own that. And to not because, you know, it's, I play the guitar now and I'm awesome, but because you love it too. So as you're loving yourself and you're going through that process, as you said, and we're doing the shadow work and this thing, you're like, man, I missed the guitar. Well, pick that up, man, and start shredding again. And, and, and seek out a teacher. So it's, it's okay to, to be the student. You don't always have to be the master and, right. and do things by yourself. Um, but back to what you said too, be honest. Do I need a teacher? Yes, I do. Find an awesome shredding guitar teacher and learn from him or her. And yeah, I think that's, that's important. And then <laughs> lastly, number six, well, this is where the divine part kind of comes in. Here we go. Is so you'll be waking up to some masculine parts where the divinity comes in is through service, serving others, using your talents, using your skills, using that energy to help better other people, better the world. Now that could be so many different ways you can do that. It doesn't always have to be going out and feeding the poor or giving money to charity or Steven starting show. It could be something like this, like starting a podcast. It could be writing a book. It could be doing art. It could be doing like your stand-up. You could be doing whatever, whatever gifts you have. You offer them to the service of the betterment of the world. Um, Ramdas's um, guru Maharaji was this great Indian saint, and he had hundreds and hundreds of followers. And people would go to him and be like, "Maharaji, how do I become enlightened?" And he would say serve people and they'd be like well how do you raise kundalini how do you raise this energy up he would say feed people so he would say serve people feed people he didn't tell he never tell people to meditate or do this mantra or go go up in the himalayas and sit there for you know 30 years his whole advice was serve people feed people and that's really what happens when we become awakened eventually we we turn to some sort of service we turn that we turn that outward to helping other people. So this is this because we just talked about this and me serving all these people and doing all these things where it wasn't serving me well and it wasn't. So this is an end step. This is this is what this is when you do all that stuff. Yeah. What and you fed yourself and you've learned to love yourself and you're you're sitting taller, walking taller. Your wardrobe has even changed, perhaps. You know, you're you're wearing clothes. A lot of us. You know, we wear extra large stuff when we're feeling a little not in in our skin confidently and stuff like that. So maybe you have your own style now too that you've cultivated and you're, you know, not that it's about physical uh, appearance, but in a sense, it, it's it's the way that we feel in our physical appearance. You're, you're serving the one. Right. See, the, the divine masculine serves the divine feminine. And then the divine feminine nurtures the divine masculine. So it's like a, it's a circle. It's um, like, like a yin yang. If you look at like a yin yang, the divine masculine, divine feminine, each of them have a little part of that energy within it, within themselves too. But it's all in one circle. It's all in union. Mm. So that's what the divine masculine works to, to serve that. You're serving the divine. 
and it comes out of it comes out of serving the one oneness is when you're in the, when you're in that point where you love everyone you see everyone as an aspect of yourself so it's really like true service it's not i guess you can call someone who's unawakened they say yo yeah i'm serving other i'm serving other people you're not really serving other people but you you're, you're trying to do it because you're trying to get something back out of it right right you're trying to you're trying to get that acceptance or something because you don't accept yourself and you're trying to you're looking for their acceptance right to know whether whether you are acceptable for yourself so you're looking outward for that internal validation yeah i've heard so someone just, i've heard someone say that people that claim to be selfless are very often the most selfish people <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and un, un, unbeknownst to them you know until you explain it the way that you're explaining it is is that they're they're getting their needs met by helping you even if you're not asking for their help right in a lot of right. instances and i used to be that person too i used to give unsolicited advice all the time until recently i realized that's not the best way to show up for somebody in fact it's just the opposite way that most people need or want you to show up for them you know yeah definitely a lot of times it's more just holding space and yeah. listening <laughs> right where I'm like, I've got the cure. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I didn't call you. I know. I know. I know. But I've been there. Here, let me share this with you. And they're like, Yeah, but I don't. No, 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 no. And you just force your will upon them. And you're like, This is what I do, man. I help people. <laughs> let me help you. <laughs> right, right. And it's not really helping. You just, <laughs> it's just an outlet for, yeah, for that wound, I guess, that you're trying to either yeah. heal. <laughs> and, and to your point too about connecting. Um, with the yin yang and understanding it all and how one serves the other. I think it's, um, it's also important um, to learn as much about women and femininity as we can and, and connecting with them and, and listening and understanding, whether it's through literature or group conversation or one-on-one -on -one interaction, um, but really devoting um, some quality time um, and energy toward a greater understanding of, of, of what we are not. And that is, as far as you and I are concerned, are women and what it means to be woman, what it means for um, the divine feminine aspect um, of, of the other side of the conversation as well, so that we can best serve that and show up but we, for that. We, and, but we have those energies within us too, though. We have aspects of the divine feminine and divine masculine within us. It's just that it happens on a different a different ratio for for different people. Absolutely. So what else do we got? So so that was those was, those were the steps that you put together there. Oh, and there was a and and also um, to hop on that last theme there too. I did uh, have a nice quote from Ralph Smart, um, who said in one of his videos, in order to awaken or activate the divine masculine inside yourself, you have to start standing up for what you believe is right. Yeah, that's being honest, being truthful, being authentic. Right. Action. Uh, and, and following through with things, finishing something. So say you have an idea about a cause or, you know, helping a neighbor or whatever the case may be, just following through um, yeah. and, and sh showing up for someone, even, even if it's difficult or uncomfortable, uh, in a way, because you know inherently in your heart that it's it's right for me to be there for this cause, this person, this project, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. as you awaken, you awaken to the divine, to the divinity within yourself, and you were able to recognize 
that in yourself, you're able to see it in other people. So when you're serving other people, I'm not serving your ego. I'm serving that within that that within you that is divine. Mm. So that's that's where it's coming from. It's coming from a higher place. Mm. I like that. And you know, I also say, cry, damn it. Cry. Because we were taught as, as young boys, a lot of us were taught, like, suck up those tears, be a man. It is not being a man sucking up your tears. In fact, it's no, just the opposite. No. That's toxic masculinity. That's not expressing you. That's not being truthful. It's not showing your emotions. I think the men that cry show a very, very severe, you know, just they, they have, they, they, they're displaying to me strength. When I see a man cry and, and or show their anger in a healthy way or, or any, any emotion, and, and they do it publicly in a, in a respectful way, not in a, a loud, let's fuck everybody up type of way, uh, I think it's very strong. And I think, um, you know, an awakened man um, doesn't hide from his vulnerabilities. There we go. Be better said than, than my scrambling there. <laughs> um, you know, we're a wounded masculine male. We'll try to hide, suppress those vulnerabilities by trying to, you know, maybe act tough, um, you know, either with their actions or their look, where it's, it's okay to be, it's okay to be vulnerable. And it takes more, it takes more strength to own your vulnerability than it is to hide it and it's yeah. easy to hide it <laughs> anyone could do that and i don't know about you man but i agreed but i don't i don't think many men on this planet presently embody um the divine masculine in fact i haven't met many or seen many where i'm like dude that's the example right there it's where i've seen it and I, I aspire to it. And just to, to make it clear to the audience and our listeners, viewers, et cetera, et cetera, uh, I'm, on, I'm on the journey to understand it. We're, well, I think one of the reasons why we picked this um, topic was to remind ourselves of the things and, to, and to, to make our internal visual, what do you call them, dream boards and stuff. Like this is, this is what I need to work on. This is what I'm aspiring to become because I don't stand or sit here before you today saying, I embody the divine masculine in every element or aspect of my life. No way. It's a project, man, because I've, I've been a, a program of just the opposite for most of my life. And so do you, have, have you seen many men? Do you know many men that, that really encapsulate this entire thing we're talking about? Hmm. I've known a couple. I've known a couple. I know one at least that I used to work with. Um, hard to say. Because sometimes it's, sometimes we are not, when we think of masculine, we may think people like Arnold Schwarzenegger, we may think of like people like Vin Diesel or, right. hey, what's, what's the examples of masculine men? You know, we use a lot of society conditioning to right. kind of. <laughs> and whereas those gentlemen that you just listed yeah. off, they, they portray certain elements of the divine right. masculine, but are they embodying this whole concept that we, that we're talking about, which, I mean, to me, it's, it's a complete, it's a, it's a complete package. Not if you're missing one thing, man, you've, you've missed the cut. You're not, you're, you're not qualified to be considered divine masculine yet. But I really think that when you've got a good grasp of all those things and you're at least applying some of those concepts here and there and everywhere that you show up in life differently and people notice that. I think it's just, it's just, 
someone who's embodying divine masculine is just someone who's just living authentically. That's really all. That's all it is. Is someone that's not. It's not trying to be anything different or trying to ride in a Harley or <laughs> having tattoos or right. You know, twenty-four inch biceps or anything like that. It's just. It's just somebody who's just living in the moment, living as they are, and not being real. The more real you are, the more divine masculinity you're gonna portray. And so, the more authentic we're being with ourselves what I'm hearing is, is that we would more fluidly connect with those aspects of divine masculinity. They would, they would come out because if we're not living authentic, what we're probably doing is we're suppressing some of those things that would. Right. And you just, you have to be the incarnation that you are and however that is, is going to manifest itself differently for every, for every person. Mm. So there is no, that's why you can't, it's hard to say, look at somebody like, Hey, give me an example of somebody that you know like that because everyone is a, everyone's a unique expression. Mm. So everyone's going to, it's not, it's not going to be the same for every single person. Somebody with, um, you know, a very strong divine masculine could be somebody who's a painter, somebody who could be an artist. It could be somebody, it doesn't have to be somebody doing, I guess what you would call a manly job, like a construction worker, right? Right, like right, 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 <laughs> right. That has the, that is not part of the the qualifying um, checkpoints to 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 make to make the final cut there. So, hmm, I feel like I had a question for you. I know we have to get to the cards and stuff, but I just want to make sure we cover everything here. This is a really good topic. Thank you for choosing it. By the way, again, great timing. I needed a lot of these gentle reminders to help me flow in the, the right direction of things to focus on. And um, <clears throat> let's see, looking at my notes, willingness to make mistakes. That's big. It's okay to make mistakes. Right. That's, that's part of the forward. That's part of not being stuck as an artist or as a construction worker, anything that you do in your trade and your um, whether it's your profession or your hobbies or whatever to not get stuck stuck and be like oh, i can't write this book i'm not ready yet or that kind of goes, goes with vulnerability too they all right. fall under the umbrella of either authenticity or vulnerability is that what you're telling me ray it seems that way doesn't it <laughs> get some momentum identify um areas of stagnation in your life yeah yeah, yeah definitely like, i mean we all have those areas that's kind of like what made me think of like redoing a project that you kind of left off that maybe you kind of set aside or procrastinated against and you know go back and finish that finish that book take those guitar mm -hmm. lessons like you said take a skill examine uh, the only other thing i have written down here is examining um our resistance to being a male and this pertains to physically emotionally mentally and spiritually Well, I mean, the idea of being a male, I mean, sometimes that comes from outside external sources. And sometimes those are, those images might be flawed. You know, something that we see on TV or we have an idea of what a masculine male, divine masculine should be, but it's really not. You know, like those ideas, what I said, you know, somebody who's ripped biceps and- Right, so so therein might, re might reside some of our resistance then, right? So we're like, I don't want to be like that guy and, and, and thinking like that, that's what it is. Right. And right. And you may, you may, you may use, you know, some spirituality stuff to say that, 
or even just, or maybe you are someone like that and you think it's bad. Maybe you are kind of that person who wants to go out there and buy a Harley and um, wants to do, I guess, you know, quote, manly stuff, but you may feel that as wrong because you're spiritual and because you're spiritual, that may, you may take more of a passive approach when you're actually, and, you're, and that's why you're suppressing the masculinity because you want to be that you want to get, you want to get the tattoo, you know, you want to do that stuff and you want to go on dates and you want to <laughs> have fun and you feel like you can't because you have to be something different than what you are. Right. And I, I think that definitely probably spills into where we live to in the world and what it, what it means um, uh, what the idea of man is in, in certain cultures and no, societies and stuff too. Um, so, and being that um, we have a global audience, I think it's, uh, it's noteworthy to, to bring that up as well um, to say, ex explore, you know, what, what that means maybe from a societal standpoint um, to be a, to be a man um, and, and how you feel about that authentically. Right. And, 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 if you, you feel like you fit that mold, you don't feel you fit that mold, what does is, what is that expression mean for you versus what is the norm? And, and you, you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, there's a lot of different cultural um, things that make it different than you know, right. what a man is or what a man should be. Right, and things we may have resistance to or, or like you said, bringing up the tattoo thing that we might want to do but we think is wrong or whatever and and really just getting intimate with 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 i want to say just like washing those conversations away and honoring the one within you know like you said ray just being vulnerable being authentic and and allowing that expression to come out and if that expression is in the form of a tattoo i don't think that matters really where you live in the world right right yeah so just <laughs> i see what you're saying so and on that note, surprise, I managed to keep my mouth shut this time. I didn't tell you, but we are now up to 24 countries. We've added two more. And you had some guesses. We were going back and forth the Messenger, and I was like, nope, nope. So are you ready? I'm ready. We have added Austria. Thank you, Austria. Austria. <laughs> Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining the Vody Bros. Whomever you are, wherever you are in Austria, we thank you. And that's my really weird drum roll. <laughs> Peru. Peru. Thank yeah. you, Peru. Right? Namaste, Peru. Yes, message us, Peru. We want to hold a retreat down there in Peru, a Bodhi Bros style. <laughs> for show. Sure. I <laughs> uh, got some. Awesome. Thank get you some, guys. Get some new friends that are really excited about plant medicine that, that might want to join us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. All right. So, um, yeah, it's time. It's time. Ba -ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I got the toth? Toth? I don't know how you say toth. <laughs> I thought it said sloth at first. I'm like, all right, we're reading on the sloth. So these were created by Mr. Crowley. So. All right. Card for the collective. Now I have to look up the meaning online because there's no book that came with these. Okay. But these cards are very, very accurate, I think. So All right. these little shuffle, get my 
right. I'm going to sing a theme song. I'm going to sing a theme song. See if you can pick it out. <laughs> Hoping to find we're two of a kind. Making it all together. We're going to find our way. You and I together. Growing pains? Taking the time each day. Although there's something, the things I just can't hide. We're two <laughs> silver spoons together. Oh, Dude, before you jumped on the call today, that song was in my head. I haven't watched that show in like 20, 30 years, man. But it Didn't was. they have that little, that little train or something? You yes, yes. Ricky All Schroeder. Right. All right. Yeah. I think he goes by Rick Schroeder now, doesn't he? R the Ricker. Rick, yes, he is Rick Schroeder now. That's right. Correct. Right. All right. Divine right. is virtue. Is there a number? I can't see it. Uh, it just says number three. Ooh. <laughs> Does <Virtue>. it? <laughs> virtue. So you can entertain while. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Uh, as you guys see i shaved the old noggin i get frustrated with the hair so i shaved it those of you listening it's entirely shaved with some fuzzies here the light hits it in weird ways and makes my hairline look funky but it'll grow back fast i'll have a lion's mane before we know it okay. you ready? ready i'm ready this card lord of virtue represents our trueness to our own inner needs and inspirations it represents a point of inner balance where we clear, where we are clear about the things we want to create in our lives and confident in our ability to make our dreams come true. Out of this clarity and confidence arises new quality of self-reliance and happiness. We develop a new understanding of our virtues, our skills, our talents. We have a better view of what we have to offer and what we need in return. We become more aware of ourselves and more in harmony with the powers of light. When this card comes up in your reading, it is important that you cast aside doubts and fears, refusing to fall back into old habits. Instead, you must turn your face to, to the future, trusting in your own power, making no compromises. Trust yourself and everything, will, and everything else will fall in, into place. I can't think of a better divine masculine card than that one. I mean, that was all yeah, about really. <laughs> forward moving energy, no looking back, facing your fears. Here we go. Here we go. Right. Yeah. That was, that summed it up. <laughs> summed it up right there. <laughs> so that was a collective card, meaning that anytime that you log into this podcast, this recording, and you made it to this portion of the show, that card was not just for Ray and I, that card was for you and is for you. And Thank shall be you. for you anytime that you think about this show or should stumble upon it in the future. Not just today. So on that note, Ray, I think we covered the topic pretty well in the, the allotted time. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Um, anyone out there have any um, ideas for any topics for our future shows? Let us know. Let us know, folks. We need some topics. Ray does a great job picking topics, but like we want to do a show especially for you. Like, how awesome would that be? They're like, that's my topic, man. That's my guy. Those are my guys doing my topic. And we will do it. I mean, I look, I'll do research. Sometimes when Ray gives me a topic, I'm like, I'm not doing research. I'm just gonna flow with it and go. But like if you pick something, not discounting, you know, my relationship with Ray, but if you guys pick something, I'm doing some research, man. I'm diving in. I'm gonna make it extra special. I think that's kind of why 
one of the reasons why we, we want you guys to, to give to us because a lot of times we just think, you know, we could talk about anything, but man, it's a little bit of a challenge. Yes. Yes. Challenge Come on. Come on. Ready. What, is, what do you want? Kundalini? <laughs> yeah. What do you want? Tantra? What, what is you, it? Yeah. What, what do you want? What you want? Community living, clean living. You want like you want spiral dynamics? What do you what do you want, man? Throw any topics at us. None of the ones we just mentioned. Something else, <laughs> <laughs> or all of them put together. We'll do a potpourri episode. That would be fun. Just talk about whatever the, we want. Why did I just yeah. censor myself? Why the fuck a- did I just censor myself? <laughs> sorry. We, had, we just have I'm a hat of different things. We just pull up like. Sh- 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 Ooh, that would be fun. Not like pardon the interruption. Was it like you got two minutes to talk about like? Yes, I love that idea. Just we'll each have our little hat, like a lightning round of. Yeah, we'll have a little fishbowl, our own little hats, and we'll, we'll we'll dive in and pull the topic out, and then just go. I like that. Eh, something to think about. All right, and if you have ideas like that and things we can do in the show, games we could play, whatever, uh, places to hold our first retreat and other retreats, start flooding us with some four one one folks. Thank you for the Facebook likes. Yeah. Thank you for the subscribe. Please subscribe. Please like. People won't be made aware unless you do so. It's just the way the algorithm works. So um, the way you can give back from what we've given doesn't have to be money, although we'd gladly take money. Send that us to us as well. We still need new equipment, microphones, cameras, et cetera. Um, <clears throat> higher internet speeds, whatever. Like the stuff, share the stuff. If you thought you connected with an episode, share it on your page. Be like, hey, these guys are pretty cool. If you're looking for a new podcast, Cody Rose, we would love that. And we thank you. Thank you. See you next time, folks. All right, we out.